one final journey? Hopefully not. This is the Bender Brothers podcast for the Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us as we venture into the MCU yet again. We're going to talk the latest Guardians of the Galaxy movie. We're going to spoil the heck out of it. So if you haven't seen it and you're just listening to us, what are you doing? No one does that. I, don't, I always see that on like YouTube videos and like, who's doing that? Who's watching these videos and going, oh, I, I'm going to get spoiled. Why am I watching this? I believe this? they're called morons. <laughs> you know, morons. But if you are doing that, you're not a moron to us. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about it. Join the conversation, facebook.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast, Gmail, Bennett Brothers Podcast, gmail.com, and uh, Twitter, Bennett Bros Pod. There's no blue check, so we're not official. No? Okay. No, no. So we're going to talk about it. Um, I feel like we've been just living with the Guardians of the Galaxy for Guardians of the Galaxy for a while because, I mean, we had Thor Love and, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. We had the Guardians Christmas special. Like, So they haven't really this been This is on, the like, seventh appearance of them not counting anything from what if or the i am groot animated shorts two three four five they weren't in infinity war yeah okay so six seven you said seven right yeah you're you're right it's crazy i know seven times so it's not like we haven't like james gunn the only one who can do these characters well uh i mean i'm talking about two infinity war movies said he when they he was originally because James Gunn was really fired and wasn't going to do this film and then they rehired him he's doing it they were going to give it to uh, going to give it to him and he was like no these are not my characters I don't want to do this movie that's taking over someone else's babies like that's his his guy I know his he character. consulted on stuff but and he definitely is a you know is is the guy who took these characters and made them what they are in the movies today I mean I can give you the actual quote of uh, Taika Waititi. He said, uh, he was never, he was never going to take it. He said, it would be like someone going to someone's house and saying, Hey, I'm your new dad. And this is how we make peanut butter sandwiches. Now it feels kind of awkward. So how many ways are there to make peanut butter? Apparently a lot. So we're going to talk about this movie. And with our special guest star, Nick Bennett. Hey everybody. (laughs) What's going on? Boy, are his arms tired. Oh yeah. And now he's gone. The miracle of editing. <laughs> so we were talking about, obviously, who else could do this role, but I think we covered that. So I guess let's go back to the... We're, we're talking about the Volume 3, obviously. obviously. The story <laughs> that I've heard say it's the story of Rocket. And it is and it isn't because it's the story have, of everybody. I want to talk about that. I have but a question about that. let's just go real quick uh, as we do. Joel, because we haven't talked about this yet. I saw the movie on Saturday and Joel saw it on Monday? I saw it on Monday, yes. It is now Wednesday. This is hopefully be. Oh, I'm sorry. Now it's now Thursday. Hopefully get this up by Friday because that's the day that is before Why would you Saturday. Promise these things? <laughs> right before Sunday. No, um, I'm just throwing days out. That's Joel, fair. briefly, what did you think of the movie? Oh, so I went and saw it with uh, our good friend Jeff Cook, and I actually talked to him yesterday on the phone for quite some time about this. After the conversation I had with him, and we'll see how it goes today. I liked it but I wasn't sure until I had that conversation because I was like, really? I was like, it's good. There's problems. I have, I have, I have interesting problems with it. Um, and I, but I did like it. I just, it, it wasn't to the level, the level of like, 
I can really dive into this movie and look at this. How is this working? And how is that working? Like this theme that they're trying to do here, it doesn't have that for me. It's more of a spectacle and silliness more than anything. And that's fine. Um, and I enjoy that for what it is. I, I, But I do like the movie. But I have some problems with the movie. And I, I, I might have to watch it again because there's stuff I want to see if like – is this character an idiot or are they being interesting throughout the movie? Like certain things like that. I want to watch it again with that sort of eye. But yeah, I, I, I like the movie. I did. And, I'm, and I, we'll, we'll talk about it. What'd you think? I loved this movie. Okay. Loved this movie. I've heard, obviously, there is a a world of people out there who are ready to print their articles on all whatever websites saying, this is the proof that superhero fatigue is real and blah, blah, blah. And it didn't make it. And then you'd see like, they're like grasping when the movie made 118 million domestically. And now it's already over 300 million worldwide and was great in China. They're like, well, this was the lowest starting. I love, this is the funny one I saw the other day. This is the lowest Marvel sequel of the summer, like they had to really subcategorize uh-huh. to try to say this is the uh, this is the agenda we want to send for whatever reason. You know, th- this is clearly just you know forget about COVID, forget about you know they're like look at Shazam, look at Ant Man, you know Ant Man, which again just Ant Man because all because the outdoors just opened up, Ant Man just again quite all a, seven made, outdoors no no enough to like like kick up a couple million. It's you know it, it's you know it's it's and again, I'm just saying people also wait. These are, this is coming to Disney Plus not that long from now, and so it's going to be like, the Disney has their numbers and go, oh, here's all the people that are watching it on Disney Plus. So, it's- and again, we can go back and forth. Mm-hmm. We're using a, a we're using a meter that that we're given, which is not accurate. It's not anything. For example, when the one thing that never is talked about is the Chinese box office. Look how much money it made. It's like, you know, well, just so we're clear, the studios make only a quarter. Of from the if Chinese that, yeah. box office that they would make seventy five percent of any place else, so it's not really apples to and apples, we also million don't to million. Know how much money they spend on marketing yeah, so, because it's not listed so in the that, budget. Using that reference, yeah. I've also heard people say this is not only the best Guardians movie, but this is one of the best Marvel movies. Period. And I will say, Joel, it's the best this, Guardians movie. This is the first one, Guardians is fantastic. Yes, yes. I put down all three Guardians movies. I put this down as. As honestly, it's a it's a, a perfect continuation of a director's vision with with the writing, with the special effects, with the actors, with the comedy, with the with the story structure, even putting in the parts of the Infinity War which fit right into this, and the characters always felt right in line, and the story structures right in line, and the character development, especially Nebula's her development from where she was as the villain to the respect to being partnered with Tony Stark to this whole journey. And the way it goes here, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the camera like I'm like, is she my favorite character? I don't know. Maybe. What a journey. Is she the funniest? No, but she's hilarious. And it's like, so what I'm saying is, this film blew me away. I how much enjoyable, how emotional. I you know got the, the 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 again props to the filmmakers and and the story structures of like you know teasing us with the trailer and everything like who's gonna die, Joey Zoe Salander and. Uh, Dave Bautista saying this is the last time we're going to ever do it, which again, never say never. You know, again, I guarantee you, Robert, I guarantee you with all my power, Robert Downey Jr. is going to play Iron Man again. We're going to get an Avengers movie with the Guardians coming back together. But yeah, yeah it, it, the, it's just at the end, what a happy ending. What a, what a smile, wonderful feeling through an emotional roller coaster. I, I could, again, I could look at the movie and do a, the, my being on the planet long enough to logically look and say, listen, 
You're not killing Groot or Rocket. You want to know why? Because they're animated and there'd be, even if you killed them, they're coming back. Groot's already died once in the movies. You're not going to kill them because those are perennial characters that can play forever. Rocket Raccoon is in the Tower of Terror on Disney's uh, Disneyland, the, the Guardian's uh, dropout, whatever that is. He's already an animatronic character. You ain't killing him off. Even if you do, you can do another voice. So I know that from a logic standpoint. But everybody else is all it's kind of fair game to a certain degree. So I'm watching like, oh, this and I and I watch I can maybe I watch the trailers that I analyze too much. Like, oh, look at this scene where they're car- car- carrying, uh, carrying Star Lord. Well, that's right at the beginning. Okay, that was just a fake. Which is out. a fake body, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's fascinating. A funny story behind that. And but... then you're watching. You see, there's a scene where they're you. where they're where they're walking with Drax, and he's got the uh-huh. burn hole. I'm like, oh my god, is he is he gonna die? Of course. And so I, it was mm-hmm. so interesting that afterwards I was just like a sigh of relief, a sigh of joy, a sigh of happiness laughing through the movie i don't know what's the funniest moment it might be the scene where nathan fillion has no gravity and he, he goes right past the screen like when they're floating in those suits and he's got uh, this look on his fact, face and it made me laugh so hard uh he's been in all three movies yes he has Where, when is he gonna play wonder boy uh you're saying wonder man wonder man no he's a boy and, still. and wonder man is already being filmed with a different actor and done messed up yeah and he's uh black in that one versus so I don't know how they're dealing with any of that. If they're, they're, whatever the case is, but it's. Uh, he did a voice in the first movie too. So yes, I love this film. I'm curious what you're. Well, since you've already brought it up, might as well get out of the system. <coughs> well, now what I, don't you now, like? Now about I feel it? like I have to like I'm gonna play devil's advocate and throw out the stuff that I thought was was uh, a problem with the film. Go ahead, and, and I'll tell you if okay. I agree or disagree. I disagree. Okay. Loved well, it. I mean, I, I, some of the stuff's nitpicky. Oh, like, of course. Like, and I want to know well, why, they, they why, landed, where you're They landed from. on Counter-Earth right next to where the big bad guy is so far that they could just drive there. Imagine in regular Earth, you'd have to land to, like, for those who live around us, you'd have to land on, like, Crystal Lake and be right next to McHenry. Like, that's how close it was versus, yes, like— Yes, but we don't know. We only saw one area of Counter-Earth, which was one city. We don't know— It's a city. I mean, reg- I mean, We regardless. don't know if the whole Earth, the whole planet is like that or not. They just maybe they they went no, there. They said they said those structures are all over. They said didn't they say they were all over the place. I don't remember that. All well, I, well, I, I'm well, just saying a, a I know scan the, of a ship. I know he's we landing had the there. Scene where it flew that is nitpicky, through, and, and that's very nitpicky. Very so nitpicky. I won't get into that. So um, let's go back to the rocket thing. It's Rocket's story. I didn't think it's Rocket's story. I think it's all their stories. I think he is a focal point. Then he's been more than the other okay. films. That's all. Fair enough, and I think it was it came from Layla, 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 the otter, and she's like, "It's your story, not ours," which may which means you know, the three that died. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I, 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 Floor I can accept and that. Teeth. Yeah, I can accept that. It's like they died, so he could go on and become a guardian of the galaxy. Great. Where were they? What do you mean? Where did that meeting take place? Was it um, in Rocket's head when he's dead? When he's dying? Oh, you talk about the 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 Harry, the Harry Potter, Potter music. Yeah. Where where is that? That's the oh, that's uh, I get. I, okay, I'll say. Oh, well, let's see if I get interrupted or not when I no. say this. I can see you're ready to jump. No, no, on not, it. I'm not. I is, I'm curious. It's, I'm... To me, that is in any movies, uh, as someone is floating away from their dead body and they're meeting people, and then the people go, "Hey, you know, welcome," but it's not your time yet, and then they send them back. Sure, and that happens. All the time, and that's exactly what this was, that including happen? Harry Potter. Did that? Did that happen to Robert Downey Jr. when he I, does I, a snap? Does again, he float away? Again, and, well, if and you recall, like, it is your time, Downey Jr. If you, as you recall, Tony Stark. 
they've already established in Moon Knight when the big hippopotamus said the afterlife is something that nobody can comprehend. So it's made familiar to whoever goes. For example, in Black Panther, they go to the Black Panther's thing. In Moon Knight, they go to this field of Egyptian kind of setup. There is uh, in in Thor, they go to Valhalla where mm-hmm. Jane Foster got brought back in. So, so it's another dimension is basically. It is whatever you think and whatever your comfort okay. level is Good answer. with with what's I would have next. also accepted this is all in his head because he's still alive and it's his brain doing functions that it needs to happen. Yeah, but I mean, I'm trying to but say no, that's it, good. Yeah. I like the Valhalla that's, one because we obviously go to Valhalla. We just the sent end. that. Yeah. We're, we're, we just saw somebody who now again you can say, well, how did a human get there? Because they as guardians, even if they're dead, they're not really dead. They're they're aliens. So once you say someone's alien, anything can happen. And you can say, what? Sure. she's not an alien. You can say, no, 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 no. But she became Thor. She died so in she got so she cancer. got some she got she got she got she got midichlorians in her, and that now she can do that. Cool. Um, I got an answer for everything. No, that's good. That's good. When we when we hear Vin Diesel, I love my family at the end. Was that us now understanding I am Groot? It was, and James has come out and said that that's actually what it was. Okay, and so he said now, I'm not going to spell it out for sure. the, for the no, viewers. Like they should so figure then, it out. So if we see Groot ever again, we have to understand what he says. When we're with that group of people, we're no, in there with that it. group of people. I mean, we're we were all with the Guardians. I think, we, I, we understand I, Groot now. I take it as an the way I take it. The way I take it is. We just entered a bubble of air or sound or stuff in that scene where the camera was in there and got to have that moment. Does that mean that that has to be how it is for the rest? No, no. It's interpretation. For example, why in Justice League, when Mira has to talk to Aquaman, she makes a bubble of air. But in Aquaman, they don't. Different directors, different approaches. Next. I did not like that part, though. You don't like hearing I Vin like, Diesel's When voice. he said, we are Groot in the first movie, I loved it. For yeah. some reason, it was- And you can't repeat the same just, thing again. I love you like, guys. And it's like- it's just, He I'm sounded like, too like, Vin diesel He very did. That's why he should- I love my family. He's like, a fan. I didn't like, I didn't like, like how right? he sounded like Vin Diesel also, versus like, Groot. I didn't I like that. Like that's, we, that's ni- I feel that's, like if we now- I like the see, sentiment of it. I think they could have done the sentiment without him saying, actually hearing the words. If he went, if he went, I am Groot and hugged him, I would have been like, okay, that means he loves them, you know? Like, very again, feels very nitpicky. But, but I also feel that now if I see a movie and I see Groot, no, and he goes, I am Groot, be like, I thought we understood Groot now. No, we That's only like you go into every movie and go, how come the Avengers aren't here in this Spider Man? Well, it's like, no, come no, no, on. no, no, that isn't like that. It, it would be like, it would be like them going back and now we're seeing Nebula and then she's like, She's a bad guy again. You're like, wait a minute. We just have, we just showed that she had character growth. This is character growth as us as an audience. We have grown with Groot. So just like Gamora, we can now understand Groot and what he says. Now we have to keep that going because if we see so Groot the audience. Again, so in the movies, he'll be talking, but every time that happens in a future movie, everybody else won't understand him. And so Correct. we won't be so then we'll just Correct. have to have every if movie has to have a nitpicky garbage. If we're not, no, no. garbage. If we're now a car- garbage of an okay, argument. Fine. I really feel fine. it is. You really enjoyed seeing Gamora go pee, and then later on we see the animal. Five minutes later, also pee. You big on these pee jokes that get, are getting thrown in this movie. I wasn't thrilled about the animal. She was there. I don't remember. She was going to the bathroom. I didn't I well she was sitting on she the was toilet, but we saw her feet. Toilet, yeah. yeah, I get it. So it's a pee joke. Why was she there? Why was she, she on the toilet? She may have been taking a poo. She all right. And they, I don't know what the green write, people. They had maybe to write that in there. He goes, going to the bathroom, and then she gets disturbed. And it was literally five minutes later. The animal pees because it's scared. Oh, look at it peed. You, you you love the pee jokes these, oh, these days. I, her her thing was like, oh, she's not telling. Well, but I mean, they again, they didn't they didn't focus on they didn't focus on or show her secreting bodily fluids. You saw her feet, and you got the yeah. again. 
storytelling in general, television, film, everything, the the privacy of a stall has 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 gone the way the same way how you always had for years guys in urinals or guys pissing mm-hmm. outside. It's like now we're like, oh, we're seeing women on the stalls. I guess this is thank you for having a liberated country. Now we our world. Now she we can always. You know, I mean, I don't think that. But again, yeah, I mean, this you is tell silly. me why did they? Yeah, it's silly. Why did they add it? Why did we have to know Gamora was going to the bathroom at this point? We had to see her in the stall and pull up her well, pants. We're going to get into that, that stuff. stuff. Let's like talk about gold member and every terrible. That's crap designed joke to be he... in that that yeah. movie, though. Okay, okay. I'll, I feel, I'll feel keep going. I get it. Still I'll feel nitpicky. I've got. I know some of this is nitpicky. I mean, uh, everybody outside of Rocket and Star Lord at the one point where he's like, "I'm not an idiot," and he does the switch around. Everybody's kind of stupid in this movie. Do you feel Drax was out of character? I know. Do you feel Mantis but, but was mean, out of character? I mean, I, I think Drax. I think Drax had the greatest ending when he's like, "You're not a destroyer. You're a dad." I was like, "Oh, oh yeah." Did you feel Mantis guess, was out you're, of character? You're, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's saying, advocate. You're saying everybody was stupid. So I'm asking of our main characters: Was Mantis stupid, or was she in character? Mantis was definitely dumber. But I, even but though she showed her what she was I keeping, wanna, that, I want to watch it again. Jeff brought up a great idea. Does Jeff. does 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 uh, Mantis reflect the person? emotion that she's talking to because she yells at nebula and nebula's always nah, angry because they showed her yelling in the in the in the holiday special at drax all the time too and drax, well, drax is not an he, angry, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't yell so i'm saying so i don't think that I, I felt i felt mantis is definitely dumb dumber than she was before i feel like she's exactly like she was in the second movie when she was you know can i pet your you know and she yeah, was, that was i, I she think was she's subservient exact, she was subservient I think and she now was, she's I, think, I felt she was exactly she's the same. definitely an idiot I felt she was definitely. I felt she was she's exactly idiot, the same though. as she was in the, Even in the holiday special. You're not saying like, and don't get me wrong, they do a whole thing where this I don't think. Of, I don't think. Uh, like, right? They're I don't. I don't think. Uh, honestly, I don't see who all the the stupid people sure. are. I mean, well, why am I skipping on her name all of a sudden? The Nebula. Nebula. She was. She was. She was fantastic. Fantastic. The way she was tucking Peter in and the emotional aspect and. And Talking just Peter. when Peter was passed out and she brought him to his bed and she made sure and he was, she was concerned for him. And she, her clearly she has this love for Rocket because Rocket was the one who did her arm. And they've, they spent years together oh, and all this yes. other stuff. You're, I'm saying her character, what a it's phenomenal. Ne- ne- I don't, yeah, Nebula. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was thinking Gamora yeah. when you said it. I'm sorry. Gamora is a fascinating journey of a character who. Is That's fine. I, I like yeah. I, I like her story too. Warlock, Adam Warlock, not an idiot. He, well, they idiot. they explained that he is a baby. They they want that route. So he's an, but he's the, a grown idiot. It was based on based on based on the complete second film. Did you feel that the mother character was any different than how she was in the no, first? No, she's one? fine. And, and all her people her were all goofy people in that one too. They're all like, oh, no, I, thought, I don't think she the was an idiot were, though. No, no, and she I, was and definitely I feel angry, like, but I've, they're they're made to be idiots though. The I don't super feel... the super race who always fails like that we found out was created by him. Saying, is he is he immortal? Is he immortal? Who? The, the high evolutionary is he immortal? Because that race has been around. I don't know, but I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed his. I mean, he can get his face ripped off and still be alive. I I thought he was great. I thought his acting was great. I love him in Peacemaker. I think he was yes, awesome in this, no. and I thought that was. Uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought he was great. I thought his his people were idiots, and I know they're scared of him, but it's also like these people with the cybernetic things and. Yeah, they stood up to him at the end. I'm then glad he, you made he a walrus with wheels. I don't understand. Like that was what your brilliant mind came up with. I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, no, again, I, I I like this movie. I'm going. I'm Did playing devil's know? advocate here and pointing out all the stuff that bothered me in the film. You know, like I like the idea that they go to a base that was grown, 
And it, it can be kind of gross, but it's also like an interesting concept, oh, the way they interact the things. Whole lot, they just pulls this giant piece of flesh out. Yeah, no, I, I, I like, thought the way, I thought the concept awesome. of it was great and all that. And, you know, but I mean, I go back to the moron stuff because I think there's a lot of, they really play up on the idiots in this. Nathan Philly, I have one of those guys too. He's an idiot. Like, there's all the, like, I think, I don't know. I, th- I think a lot it's, of idiots. I think those guards are exactly the same as the guards who were in the prison in the first movie. How are they any different than sure. those guards? I think, so I, it's already an establishment of a comedic part of the universe that has huge moments of drama mixed into this comedy, this this lightheartedness. I, the, I, I mean, yes. I mean, I, I I didn't think this movie was as funny as the previous ones, and I think Thor: Love and Thunder is actually a funnier movie. But Thor: Love and Thunder, I had, totally disagree. Thor: Love that. and Thunder had deep layers to it about fighting cancer and doing stuff like that. I, think I don't. This is I don't more. feel like this had the, the deep layers to it that other films that I really enjoy have. The personally. emotional drama, the journey, his relationship with, with Gamora that doesn't, that has some growth, but was never going to be on sure. that path. I mean, and I like his that, emotions he, he goes, that he goes, I was an idiot and I almost destroyed the whole universe, half of the universe. So like they called out like, Oh, he got really mad and they could have taken the glove off of Thanos. Like, and then how come everybody like, came back except for her? You got to ask some sort of infinity, infinity stone wizard or whatever he says. Yeah. yeah. No, good, good stuff. Again, I, I liked a lot of this movie. I just I don't think it was one of the greatest Marvel movies that there was. If I'm not, there's plenty of other movies that are great Marvel movies that I would put above this. Okay, I actually like the last Ant Man movie better than this. God no, I mean I love that. Well, I don't love it. I thought it was really really good. This is this movie's phenomenal, phenomenal. The 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 journey. The again, it's it's. Did I laugh more out loud? In Thor Ragnarok than this? Yes, I did. Oh, in Thor, Thor Ragnarok is one of my, is in my top five. You know, but did I did I did I enjoy this one? And actually, I'll, I'll say this too. I believe uh, that this movie does better than both Taika Waititi movies and even the other two Guardians. Is it doesn't undercut its emotional moments so quickly with a joke, which I think is a real problem for Taika Waititi movies and somewhat for James Gunn where they're having, we're going to have a real moment. And then they go, bam, joke, joke, joke. And I'm not saying the joke's not funny. I'm saying that joke at that time just undercut that emotional moment. And this movie said, you know what? Let's have the emotional moment a little bit If you want to hit the emotional moments more, did you have an emotional moment in this movie like you had in Avengers Endgame? Or You're comparing any, the biggest know, film of I all am, time. I am, but really? you said this is one of the best Marvel movies. Yes, I said one I of. don't think the emotion got to me as much. It's crazy. Because these characters were on a journey, and I felt this was the end of the journey, the same way you feel it's the end of the journey for Cap and for Iron Man. I felt like, okay, this is this might be the last time we see it. Although, thank you for... I was so happy when I saw The Legendary Star-Lord Will Return, which, by the way, that is the title, Legendary Star-Lord, is based on a short-run comic book in the mid-2000s that they did where he was out exploring stuff. He ends up getting together with Kitty Pride and Mary's it's such and all a, this other stuff. It's such a... This is their last journey. It's like... Because Star-Lord went visit his grandpa, who's in his 90s, who will die at some point. Like, then what is he going to do? Ma- Mantis went... I'm going to go off. Why? Because I need to go off. Like, all right. Bye, Mantis. The other ones. You Thor went off. The other ones, I'm going to go ones... with the Guardians. Why? Because I'm going to go off no, with the Guardians. No, no, but like. Why did Thor go off with the Guardians at the end of that one? He because he lost his. He lost everyone he loved. So he could have gone and done. I'm just saying. Mantis she can off... come back at any point. Yeah, the, well, people, actually, there's people, talk Nebula about her staying, going off to do. Nebula staying at the base. She can do her own TV show. Nebula and Drax staying at the at the, the base. The planet when, to do when to, the guardians to help go with away, all those, the children. And then the guardians come back to their base. Like yeah, and so, the, so they're all together. So but now they're back there with left? all these children. Star Lord left for a little bit, and Mantis went off. The group didn't and, and break Gamora up. Gamora left. 
Well, Gam- Gamora, but she's, she's been a guardian. But she was she left for years. She, but she with left them, the years guardians because she died. Yes, yeah. I, I hold and that we, against and her. We had, and we had Thor: Love and Thunder, and we had the Guardians Christmas special without her. So we've had the Guardians without her for a while. I'm just saying, they, in they, the context they, of the it, show, is this the last TV? of this no. group? I guess. No, it's the, yeah, it's the next. But, I mean, the next, they the technically, next technically, I, I, the group added Nebula onto it. So and Mantis. So the actual original group is 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 when David died, when David group. Tennant left Doctor Who. Is it really over because the Doctor's in the next episode? But it is the end of an era. It's the end of that era of that of those characters. Ah, that actor. Kill, everyone is still there though. You they're wanted gonna, him to die? No, they're going to bring everyone back together. I, I'm telling you, this is the emotional moment when we're watching Avengers. Including the next James Gunn, are they bringing him back? What do you mean? Well, yeah, of course. Up. Oh, so James well, Gunn is not going to spend the next 15 years did they, working for the DC they brought, universe? He's how absolutely much, how, doing that. He's not the, coming the, back. Okay, they did the Russo brothers do it. Then they had the they did the Avengers movies, and James Gunn maybe wrote some of their parts, but they obviously used him a lot in the movie, and they did fine. I'm just saying you're gonna you're gonna see these characters Don't know why all brought. To, we're gonna see these characters all brought together again in an Avengers movie. We're like, oh, they but brought it back, mean? and it's gonna hit. What, well, how is that a negative? It's not a negative. You're bringing saying, it up as an egg. You brought it up and saying this is our last time with this group. This ain't the last time with this oh, group. Oh, I said right away that they could come back. I'm saying exactly. I'm so, saying, so if the emotional output is this what's is the last emotional time output of Endgame? They're gonna bring. They're gonna bring back yeah, Black Widow. Right, oh, she came back again. She's already been in another movie. Oh, they're gonna bring back Captain America. That's like you have the emotion yeah, they in the moment. Back in a prequel, yeah. That's how was it a big emotional moment at the end of Return of the Jedi? They're all gonna come back, and they well, did. Well, they did all come back. Wicket W. Warwick came back with his son. Well, I'm just the. the <laughs> if I mean okay, I the emotional moments aren't you know uh, to, to me Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark dying. It's everyone coming together to do the big battle sequence at the end. If you want, like those are the emotional moments for me, and I didn't get those emotional moments. Uh, you know what I would have liked if it's his Rocket story. If you look at it as this third movie is his story, I wish he was a more integral part at the end of of saving everyone. You know, I mean, obviously he he lets the high evolutionary live, which hopefully they bring him back. That's great that they let him live, and I like that. But like the big emotional moment at the end is, you know, Star Lord sacrificing. Oh, I thought Star Lord was dead though. Like when his face expanded. When his face expanded. I went, oh, I'm watching no. it like they could. You know, here's the thing. I'm watching that scene, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, I know. And I remember as he's out there, I'm like, Adam Warlock's out there. The, the, he has to. He has to because he's a good guy ish. In the comics, and so they sac- They said we're gonna save him. So I'm like, they've gotta do something with him. And so when he was out there, I'm like, he's coming back. He's gonna save him. And then his face started stretching. And I did for half a second go like, I went, oh, here's oh my gosh, here's maybe. The other, and then all of a sudden he was there for, the, for you, the Michelangelo scene. I know you well enough to go. The other half of the moment was, why isn't he wearing his mask? Where's that I little button pushes behind that. his ear that he goes and the mask comes down? People question about why he didn't have his jet boots in his feet, but they said that they've got backpacks now that they and use. And I'm okay and... with that, but he never wore his mask in this movie. And you, you're like me, put the damn mask. Oh on. no, he absolutely awesome in that mask, and he never wore it in this I movie, know. especially when he could have used it. I love the uniforms, which is right out of the. But comics. I, you know what? And Rocket saved him at the end. You but Rocket's know, already Rocket had his journey. His second best Didn't friend. they need to have Adam Warlock have a redemption so that character can go on? Otherwise, if they hadn't done that, when you saw Adam Warlock with the other Guardians, you're I like, I felt he Adam hasn't Warlock, done anything. I felt Adam Warlock was real shoehorned into this, and he was an idiot. And I'm like, we have dumb people in this movie already. Why do we have another dumb, super-powered person? I felt like he was shoehorned. Like, okay, remember that thing we set up? We got to pay it off now. I think I'm I'm fascinated to see Adam Warlock moving forward. I just don't know if this movie necessarily needed him. Why did they shoehorn Thanos in at the end of the first Avengers movie? Sure, but that wasn't that wasn't shoehorned shoehorned in throughout the movie. 
Warlock, Adam Warlock was shoehorned throughout this whole movie. He was and the, they made it, they, he they was knew, a baby, when they were right? telling the story, they said we need to somehow have have, have Rocket take on something terrible has to happen to Rocket so that he's in peril for the whole movie. And they said, well, we want to introduce another character the same way we wanted to introduce Black Widow on this film. And we wanted to introduce, you know, Doctor Strange or Mantis. And then we, yeah. So I, I we want to introduce a new character who's eventually going to be another guardian, just like Mantis. Perfect example, like you said. And they said, well, we can also, we can introduce this character and it also helps us with our problem of having well, well, how does Rocket get hurt? Well, we can utilize that for this part of the story. We can justify it, you know, whatever, you know. I yeah. I mean, he was he. Well, Adam Warlock's never one of my. Some people like love that. I character thought in Adam the books. Warlock was supposed to be like one of the strongest, but he was pretty strong. He I know he's pretty a, strong. He took a blade thought, right through him. Oh yeah, that hurt. You know, and I, I think he's strong. I, I just don't know anything. I don't know anything about the character of Adam Warlock. I'm, Jerry, tell me about him. Nobody, nobody does. It's one of those characters. It's a it's a character. Jim Starlin, I believe, created it back in the. Well, actually, earlier than that, but it became a big deal because he was part of the Infinity Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, all of that time. Uh, and it is is a he's a he's a cosmic character. Again, I was never a big big cosmic character person. And also, sales back me up. A lot of people aren't versus sure, X Men sure. and stuff. So his character. Uh, you know, it, it would tie into the Avengers here and there, and tie into the Guardians. And I was like, does he have fine. a Christ-like thing to him too, or like? No, at one point also the 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 amulet in his in his forehead was a gem, one, one of the so gems, or it wasn't yeah. one of the gems, and now it's not. And he died with Gamora and Pip the troll, and they went into the the stone, one of the stones at one point. The CGI soul, the soul, the he went to the soul gem, and they lived life there, and then he came back and. Again, he's he's a character very into the world of the Silver Surfer. Another character I was like, eh, it's fine. Silver Surfer, pop into a story I love. As a book, I'm not going to read that book. I just never did. I tried, never got into it. Same with Adam Warlock. Interesting. Well, good to know. So, Counter-Earth. I thought they could have played it up on it more a little bit. They get taken in by this family, and it's this wonderful moment. And they killed off all these people and kids and all that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if they... I, it was... I don't think they play that up enough to go. You killed, well, they said a civilization like that he had created. How long ago we don't know. Yeah, you know, which is interesting because it, it has a '70s feel, which is probably the time he said he was back on Earth in that time period. How long this? Because again, it has to evolve w- enough that the people are selling meth and all but, that. But kind of was stuff, it yeah. evolved? Was it was it a society where he put them on a planet and then over the course of two thousand years they evolved where they built those houses well, and stuff. Yeah, to, or to were those it's animals after, it's after ro- after uh rocket so, the, so it so can't the, be that long exactly so consequently was that planet did the did the high evolutionary put out a whole bunch of let's guess let's say robots and nanotech they build the world they built that house they built that sure. painting they built the statue all that and was there and then they it. just put them in there and then because he's created again this is magic stuff we're able to take little animals and make them into human beings just like that. So theoretically, you can go, I can also take their brain because we, we saw him. He, he was able to take Rocket's brain and not only work with it, but he also gives him the ability to have human speech where his first word is hurt. So it's not the same evolution. So consequently, all those characters, they could have all of them could have been there for a year. Yeah, sure. In a year, theoretically. And they can go, and you're the dad, and you're the mom, and that's your child. That and would boom, explain that's why none are. of them have evolved into superheroes, like on Earth, where we have all these superheroes appearing, and none of them there to help save the world. Well, you don't have I did enjoy when, when Star-Lord goes up to meet him, 
And he's like, I don't want to hear your, 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 your mom didn't love me. That whole thing kind of just shuts the guardian, uh, shuts the high evolutionary down. And then he's talking about, I'm doing this perfection. And he goes, really dealing meth and all this in the alley. That's not perfection. He goes, I know. And I was, it was like, oh, and what an interesting yeah. character in a portrayal. I love that. I, when they, when they so brought him in first and he's, hang, and he's hanging out with with what Rocket's name was, was P138. Yeah. or something. And it's, he's almost kind of being gentle about it when he's first talking with them. And then they throw him back in the cage. And they made sure to show you the other guy, one of the recorders, mm-hmm. like slamming the cage doors and stuff and being kind of a jerk. So that when later, when Star-Lord brutally kills the guy, mm-hmm. you don't really care. Like, he wasn't innocent in any respect. No, no. But just just his just his inability like when he realized that he created rocket and rocket was able to find those things he's like his insecurity you, you how did you do that? that and and i've i've listened to people yeah. online talk about like well maybe because you know if you want people to do this you have to give them the freedom to do it and that's how he did it and all of this it's the it's the inferiority of the high evolutionary and all his it. his messed I up mind i think it's fascinating cuz he's also a god like person to how would he not have the that? technology like, here's something he must be some sort of of omnipotent, uh, immortal. Let's say time goes by that he's crazy. Let's throw out the like time. Like Mantis frame. said, fifty years. You're gonna yes. die soon. That was great. But I mean, the whole, however, however long he lives, whatever his creature is, you have to also then go. Well, clearly his physiology doesn't work in the same way because he sure. can't repair his face. I mean, he has enough vanity to put a mask over his face, which means that his lips, because he talks fine, but when that mask comes off. He talks a little like it's like wait a minute you could talk fine early I don't get that but whatever well, it became he was two faced but then it became one face mm. the wrong side of two face I love the reference to the RoboCop because I was thinking the same thing when, they, uh-huh. when he goes your RoboCop eat your face because uh-huh. that that was so good did you enjoy the first F word do you think it was necessary it's fine it was just something that they did in the day and they put it in and, and that's that is just a news talking point mm-hmm. it means nothing well it means something means because nothing. in order to do that you have to like fill out forms and put it to the MPAA and do no, all get, this they, sort of they stuff. They get one. Yeah. Again, I don't give a, I don't, honestly, I don't give an effing damn about the MPAA. That the same said, way I don't care do about the Academy was, Awards. All that stuff is I just know, I know, crap. but it's a world they live, we live in. With, the Academy Awards are different. than The MPAA actually has control over stuff. They only have control over things that show up on screens, which even you mm-hmm. in the last year and a half were going, Oh my God, Jerry! You're right. Maybe these three these screens are going away, and because movies are getting released on Netflix, movies sure. are, and they're oh. still they're still using the MPA's oh, rating great, system, but it doesn't mean anything because it's on my television. I heard screen. a great argument that it's like people love going to the movie theaters. It's just too damn expensive. That's the problem. Like it's just too expensive to do anything. The only reason I bring up the f bomb was because I had read the news articles, and when it happened, I was like, "That's it." I was like, you didn't use yeah, it in it's a, a stupid. It's a stupid. I'm like, but I'm like, slow news you, day. I, I felt like they could have used it in a, a a fascinating way, where like, I don't know, when Rocket starts clawing at, at the when he's clawing, he's like, f you, like something. You know what I'm saying? But like, here's the thing: then they would go like, listen, we know we are allowed you to do it one, but then there's inflection. There's there's also, it, I'm, I can't. Remember, we're talking about this topic, but it's yeah. true. It's like the f word. You can say it, but you can say it in a nonchalant way. If you're saying it. If he had said it like "I want to f you," yeah, then they wouldn't get the PG thirteen, yeah. even though it's the same syllables in your of mouth course, coming silly. out. It's, it's because of the I intention. Just, it's insane. Yeah, all just, that stuff. Yeah, I just wish it would have been a different way. That's an emotional thing. Like I wish, but that's again, that's nitpicky too. I'm not. No, no, I can't, you have I, to I'm say something that. Uh, I, I'm giving some proud stuff too. I don't believe you are, but that's okay. 
we can disagree on that. I just, I just feel, if anything, you're making me go, my God, the movie's even better. And I thought, no, no, I think might, it is. Honestly, I think it is after a good we have the conversation, I think it might be better than Endgame. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Which film is better? Infinity War all the way through or Endgame all the way through minus the ending? Infinity War, Infinity War is, yeah, Infinity Infinity War is a War. better film all the way of around. Course. But, but Endgame has the best four, final 40 minutes. Yeah, you can't cut off. It's, it's like, I don't know, the new Indiana Jones movie. It's like there's a 20-minute a sequence for his young Indy. They do the de-aging. 20 minutes? That's like a fifth of the movie probably. Yay. Like, what if you cut that out? No, don't no. cut it out. Fifth of the movie? That's the Avengers Endgame battle. Is like a fifth of that movie. No, like, no. You can't cut it out. Get out of here. <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. Uh, um. Yeah, no, uh, not enough Sylvester Stallone. I don't know. I am the love. <laughs> it's nice. It's always nice when they bring those bring those characters back. It's the original characters and everything. Let's talk real fast because we've been going back and forth here. Some of the introductions. Of, I'm sorry. Some of the comic connections. So the little girl with the white hair who's running on the treadmill in circles and just keeps running and running, who eventually we see. She's like becomes the focal point of all the children. Is she the older one that's on the team then? Or who's that one? There's someone that joins a team of it. With That's the same little girl. Same little girl. Little okay. girl. She's the one who's running on the treadmill, and he's standing. The high yeah. evolutionary oh, it's standing great. It's there. A, it's a 2001 Space Odyssey. Yes, and she becomes one of them. Her in the credits, her name is is uh, Philia. F P H Y L A. Phil Phila Phila or whatever. And in the comic books, there is a character called Philavel, which is uh, a white-haired a character who is kind of like the same as. She's got gauntlets and powers, and she's been with them here. I'll show you a picture of her. There, that's basically a younger version of her, so that she is a guardian. Well, and, and we need and to she have, also has like cosmic have, bands. We or, need to have kids in every in every mar, in every uh, Marvel entity. So that was her connection. I was watching <laughs> watching it, going, "Who is that supposed to be?" But that's who it was. I'm like, "Oh, okay, it that was, makes sense." It was idiot and moron. Uh, Philavel is the daughter of the original Captain Marvel or Marvel. And uh, an eternal from Titan, Elise. Uh, after Marvel passed away from cancer, Elise combined their genetic material and created their. There's another son, Genis Vell, who was also Captain Marvel. And there's a whole history there. She was in the Annihilation Saga and blah, blah, blah. She goes on forever. High Evolutionary drops some names. She talks about the Annie Men and the Zeronians. The Zeronians are a very minor race in the Marvel comics. And then the Annie Men are basically human Ant Men. Human. Human and human and animal creatures. Uh, I mentioned about the legendary Star Lord. I like when they brought in Peter's grandfather, and his name was Jason, which Jason Quill. Which in the comic books, Peter's father is not Ego. It's Jason. Uh, he's part of the Spartex Empire, a real ass. And and so he they they think they did that to acknowledge that there was a little bit of the Kevin Bacon on the paper. And it basically says that Kevin Bacon abducted by aliens. Yep. I thought that was nice. And he's nice. also a picture at the end. I would have liked him in the movie, though. <laughs> it would have been great just to see Kevin Bacon show up. Oh, he's my friends. Did you I like, mean, they gave us Yondo. Did you, yeah, I was dude. just going to say, did you like Yondo's little cameo there? Yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, I don't think it was necessary, but it was fine. Did you like Krillin's... Krill, am I saying the right? Crag, Craglin. Craglin, 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 yep. Craglin mean, his storyline and everything. You mean the, the comedian from uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? The MC? He's in Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. He's the MC. Maybe you're a couple maybe you're an episode behind. I'm only one episode behind. Yeah. The, the, the latest the episode? Did the Fire Club's roast? I haven't watched is okay, that the latest episode? Yet. No, I think there's one more after that. So no, no, there's only one. No, I just watched No, this is going off topic. Yeah. No. All right, anyways. He's in it. 
Because okay. apparently he's a he was in like Gilmore Girls and all that. So they, yes. they he's in that group of that uh the Gilmore group that group, yes. You understand. So we got saying. to see the abelisks again, which was the creature from yep. the first, which I thought, okay, that's an interesting storyline. And she's my mantis leaves yep. off with her and leaves off with them, yeah. Just very similar to the Mandalorian, which they, you know, Mandalorian brings on those three little baby bird creatures. And they now, eat them later, yeah. Yes. Uh, we had Howard the Duck show up again, and he was playing That was there, great. Which, again, he looked different every time. Well, we had your guy show up, though, too. Yeah. Uh, but Howard the Duck shows up, and his face keeps looking slightly different because James Gunn keeps changing. He wants to get him just right or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, and now Seth Green did the voice again for that. We are, the other guy you're talking about was the... He was the shopkeeper yeah, in the first he's, movie. Like the equ- 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 he's got a name and whatever. But that particular actor, actor yep. was in Andor. Yep. He was the old man in the prison scene who died. And then he was also in the original Batman who goes, What are you? Yeah. I'm Batman. The Bat. Yeah, the yeah. Bat. <laughs> I, knew when you probably saw, I knew you would be excited when you saw him again. Like, oh, he's okay, a very unique look. And, yeah. You know, he's a guy who's been in a million things. So those are some connections. Those uh, are comic book connections. Those are, well, yeah. Howard, Howard I mean, Duck, there's, I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, as of today, I wish Howard the Duck would have talked about him fighting Thanos because that would because he's in that scene, but we only see him so briefly. The movie by the time the time Friday rolls around, three right billion. Now, it's already at three billion. I think today it's at, it's at almost probably at three hundred and fifty million. So by then, after this next weekend, it'll be. Over four hundred million, probably closer to four fifty, whatever, because it's doing well everywhere. So consequently, box office fatigue. You're gonna st- if this continues on this trend, the articles will start shifting and saying, "Listen, su- this was a different one. This one's not necessarily a superhero movie. This is the final part of this." But all superhero movies, there is fatigue until Flash comes out and does monster business. And they go, well, see, that one's different because this is the first time Michael Keaton played Batman forever. But wait until Man, I'm B- tired Blue of, Beetle. I'm, oh. That's articles. I'm tired of people online. Like I stopped watching after Endgame. But Shang-Chi was good, and I like this movie. Like, you didn't stop watching. Get out of here. People online, Joel. What's with that? I will say, though, and I, I think I sent this to you, and... I'm gonna bring this up because this is this is high nerddom, and I want to bring it up because this is we love this here on this podcast. Okay, I love this here on this podcast. I think I sent it to you. I'm pulling it up because I want to read you the actual the the words. Nope, I sent it via via Facebook. Give me Ooh. a second, here. Jerry. Keep talking about something. The music this time, Volume Three's music. We obviously are oh. leaving so much of the '70s and the '80s, and now we're they went through the Zoom. They Zoom. They they now have access. To, I thought the soundtrack was 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 really good. It was great. It was, I a little it was more I thought, than I, usual. I thought it was better than the Suicide Squad yeah, soundtrack. I thought this was a little more like it felt a little more music video. Like we have to put a piece of music here. There's a piece of music. There I was love. a couple of no music tracks that did. Towards the beginning, I didn't see it so much later in the movie, but towards the beginning, it was like, and we're cutting to here, and we're going to play this song, and we're cutting to here, we're going to play this song, and some of them feel right I in the character the, when the he's playing them on the speaker. Do you realize? And I'm yes. like, I love that song. No, like, and you know, Hearts Barracuda showing up was great because, but it, it kind of it, it happened for a certain reason, or when they decide to go to the planet and they're falling down and there's slow motion, which is really funny when Mantis. Oh, can't Mantis land. can't land. Yeah, but I mean, they were playing a music oh, track yeah. there just because they could. Of course, again. I, there's a lot like the med packs, right? What did they do? They showed us Mantis getting her arms snapped, oh, which yeah. was awful, and then it fixed it right away. And they go, okay, here's medical Can science. Can you imagine they had thrown that on? I don't know the high evolutionary's face. 
But I'm like, oh, they have something here that shows like how it works, and that, that that's clever writing. Like, and that's what oh, could fix the save, right away. Yeah, that we can fix Drax right away with it. We can fix a lot of people right away with it, but it couldn't save that. Yeah, I like that. Let me. Can I? Um, Go ahead. So someone had posted a uh, a thing online that. Go, it shows the picture from the Eternals, and it goes, there's been six Marvel movies since the Eternals, and oh, still nobody that. in the MCU is talking about this thing. Someone had posted this uh, quote, and I'm going to read it, and I know people don't like people being read to, read to but I thought this was I thought this was really interesting. Uh, long story short, from the film Eternals, turns out the Earth was implanted with a celestial baby. It starts to get birthed, which would also destroy the Earth on the process, but its birth was stopped midway through by the Eternals, which killed the Celestial, saved the Earth, and left the Celestial sticking half out of the Earth's crust. Some of the major ramifications that one should expect from an event like this. The external crisis of knowing that the planet that you live on was always was always and has been uh, basically a demigod egg. Two, the fact that the corpse of the demigod is now just there in the middle of the ocean, exposed to the world, forming peaks higher than Mount Everest. Three, the fact that this demigod corpse is filled to the brim with valuable organic material and would be the target of many aliens in the galaxy. Here comes a false. Four, the fact that in exiting the center of the Earth, there should be a considerable amount of damage and empty space under the Earth's crust. Five, the fact that it was supposed to be stopped by beings who have guided human civilizations since societies began and they've been living on Earth doing nothing to help us for a millennia. Six, the fact that this that the world was nearly destroyed again and not a single Avenger was involved in addressing it. Seven, the fact that all of the world governments should be freaking the F out about this thing and trying to figure out what happened. I thought that was a really good nitpicky quote. No, but, but like I, in the I'll, world, I'll, like why have we not touched I'll, this I'll yet? I explain this because the the movie Eternals. First off, because the Eternals was not the greatest movie, and so people like are like Eternals, ig- you know ignoring. And it. the only the only reference to it, by the way, is a joke in She Hulk, a blink and you miss it joke. It tells you how how the how big do you think the Eternals are? I ask you, Joel, knowing in the fact that when we saw the last time we saw the Eternals was in. St- was in Thor Love and Thunder when they were outside the the god part looking in and then they and then the the goat thing goes flying right past them and they're standing there because we see two full-grown Eternals standing there and they are about the size of Godzilla Mm -hmm. that's that's that tall okay now a baby version of that how big does someone think an Eternal is because you got two points of reference that I think really sticks out is you've got the scene when at the end of the Eternals, when when the the one shows up and pulls in England and pulls yep. her up, and people think like, oh my God, this thing is bigger than the Earth because of the process. But in fact, is if it was bigger than the Earth, you wouldn't Uni- see anything. Unicron style. You wouldn't see anything. And also, when they they had a they they, they tried to show like a representation of once the ba- once the eternal the eternal is born, the the planet blows up. The Eternal is not like in the Earth. Like like a chicken in an egg. It's not that's it's much, much, much smaller. It's still huge, but it's much smaller. It's when it bursts out, the whole planet blows up. The eternals aren't as big as the planet. For the mere fact that if if, if it was as big as the the planet, like we said, and that hand comes up and the, you know and like and it stops, you couldn't see all of it the way we see it in the movie because it would be as it'd be like looking at Australia. You have to be up up in the atmosphere, almost off the planet to see the whole. Sure. The whole continent of Australia. Do you think the Eternal is as big as Australia? 
I think the way they show the Eternal in the movie is very large. I don't know, but it's only know how large big enough, it is. It's only large enough that if I looked at Mount Everest, Mount Everest is very large, but I can see it from a distance on the planet. But I can't see Australia or I can't see the entire Rocky Mountain range anywhere of on the course. planet. I can't uh, look, so I'm saying they're not these that are big. It's but not th- big. Th- it's not about it's not about okay. I was nitpicking the this ramifications. This has nothing to do with. I know, gardens. but I wanted to point out that like this, that that it hasn't been brought up except for that one joke. Uh, movies that have taken place chronologically after the Eternals or TV movies and TV are we, shows. Are we getting? We, no, should we, I, I should we save this for no. after we're done talking no, about no, no, the this Guardians? Is so important. This is so, okay. Spider-Man: important. Far From Home, Spider-Man: No Way Home, oh, Doctor yeah. Strange: and The Multiverse of Madness, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Black Panther, Wakanda know, Forever, She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel, Thor: Love and Thunder, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, and the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. All of them have never mentioned this gigantic creature sticking out. Now there is talk yeah. that this is going to appear in the new Captain America movie, and I always say, and that's fine. Like if you, I think they should do a battle on it. I think that I've would be awesome. People say that's maybe where adamantium comes from because yeah. they'll mine that I think, source. I think All these is, things. I think I guess they're going to use stuff. it when they want to use it. Yeah, and I, I just think I, it, the fact that we haven't mentioned it yet. I'll well, say when, when you say we haven't mentioned it, it yet. hasn't been mentioned so, in the MCU. So, so I, I'm asking, I'm asking, watching this particular movie, do you feel our characters should be talking no, not this about? Movie. Not this movie. Okay, so, I definitely agree. This so movie should. So, do you feel in Spider Man, we're 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 spending our time focusing on four to eight characters. Do you think those kids should? They're talking about school. They're talking about going to college. Do you think that they should also go? Hey, by the way, what's with that big Maybe hand? Wakanda and then the other one goes, I don't know. Maybe and they Wakanda go, Well, there Forever you go. Should have brought it up. Because or... Wakanda Forever is not already. De- we're spending of time. Course, but it's a, we're, you uh, can, but the, it's but the creators are. You know, the creators yeah, are okay. looking at it and they're going, Listen, I'm writing a story. I got two and a half hours to tell this, and I want to have every moment where this character is talking with this character is talking with this character. Yes. If you have a a She-Hulk show, you can put it as a ticker. But if it's not, if they're not doing anything with the storyline, sure. For example, in Endgame, a major event happened for five years, and then everybody gets blinked back, and that event has crossed over in so many things, like the black, mm-hmm. you know, all the other, uh, yes. like black, the new Black Widow when she was in Hawkeye. So like that event affected that story. The hand over there is not affecting the story the same way. The same way this Guardians movie goes. Can you, I still haven't gotten over that well, Iron I mean, Man died. Could, can you get over it? I no, can, I can't get over Iron Man died either. They're not talking about yeah, it anymore. Yeah, they are. Spider-Man. Uh, no, no, Guardians of the Galaxy. The they were there oh, when they, they were in the funeral. Sure. Well, why didn't they talk about it? Still talk I mean, about you wanna, it. I mean, if you want to bring it up, it was it was an it was a exit. It was a world destroying event. And the Avengers didn't show up. I guess that's important because the Avengers, that's what they're made for is world events. No, I'll never agree with you on this. You bring this up I'm not not even bringing that up. And this goes back to, you know, Moon Knight. He changed the sky and did all that. I I disagree with that. I don't think he did. I think they just were showing up time. Yeah. No, Superman no. did not make the time go backwards either just because he went around the planet. That was a visual representation for our eyes to see him going back in time. I just want... And this oh, I know is, what you want. For, I, I want this to be all connected. Never going to be like that. There's too many. And what do you talk that, about? It's like that all the time. I so would watch. I would watch TV shows where the Hulk and they talk about they talk about the battle in New York all the time. No, they mentioned it one time. They they, they mentioned it all the time. The battle in New York was in Daredevil. The battle in New York was in Runaways. The yes, battle in New York was in Cloak and Dagger. The I can't battle... believe they're not mentioning about the Eternals. Oh my gosh, not the Eternals. Why are they not talking about them? You know, I mean. It's uh, well, okay. I mean, they they do that with with Spider Man too. I mean, they mention stuff from like, they they cross over the stuff all the See, time. I, the I feel I feel that I have as, to as I much... have to I have to watch WandaVision in order to watch uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I mean, even though the writers of Multiverse of Madness didn't even know WandaVision because it was being worked on at the same I know, time. I guess they they so... just assumed she had the two kids. 
They didn't know the intricacies of her. But they had the same actors as the kids, so they have to know something about it. So whoever said that is a liar. Like, hey, where are these two kids? I don't want to know about that because the two kids, like, you have to use them. Okay, don't tell me where was they came from. Get out of here! Specific. No, that's that's a lie. That is a lie. And you know, like like then you know, I'm, I'm sure you know. You're probably excited about Ms. Uh, the, the Marvels, right? Because now you're getting two TV shows and you're bringing this all together, and that's exciting, right? Of course. That's all I'm saying is if you cross over some stuff, it should be big stuff. I'm talking big stuff, and I think the the Eternal, the the not the Eternal, the um. What are they called? The gigantic creatures. Celestials. Celestials. One of them sticking out of the earth is probably an important thing. It should be something if that should be If it was sticking out, like if you were looking at the earth, I'm just going to, I'm going to, the last time I'm going to say this, I promise you, we're going we're gonna to wrap this podcast up. If the sticking out of the earth, if I, if I look back, yeah. Does that image not show that it looks like it's a gigantic thing sticking out of the clouds? Okay, I get that. Okay. And now if I pull back, I'm yes. pulling back and I'm pulling back on the earth. And let's say that's at the edge. Do you think that... If this is the Earth, my fist is the Earth. Do you think it's sticking out? Like, I, I, if I get back to like the Moon, you think I'm going to see it, or is it going to be? Is it going to be? I think it's like one of the this? biggest structures on Earth. I think it's going to be like this, though. The Earth is huge. I All think right. it's one of the biggest structures on Earth, and I know you can't see the Great Wall from outer space. Should I edit you can this see whole that. thing out? No way. I think I should. This is good stuff. If I was looking at the Earth from the Moon, mm-hmm. you see the whole Earth the same way you can see yes. the Moon. Okay, I would say if I'm there looking at it, I would. And even if, even if I'm looking at it and I'm looking at that edge, I won't see it. It's going to be like a mountain range, a mountain range that maybe goes a little higher, but I'm not, but, 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 but it's also, it's not like, it's not like, like no, I, get what I get what you're saying, this. but it's, it's still, it would it's still, pimple. it would still be important on the earth from the earth's perspective. But from our character storytelling perspective, does that, do they, do they have to go, Hey man, we need to talk about that. Why? I don't know. Okay. We talked about it. Well, we better talk about it again next movie. They're well, not talking about it. Who it seems cares? like it's a big thing when to we see who? when we see Wakanda. Is it a big thing to Spider-Man? When we see Wakanda forever, and the government is all about what's going on with Wakanda, and we're finding that out. I think there would be a part of the government going, "Hey, also, what's up with that big thing sticking out?" Well, who's saying? Who's saying they're not? But we're and, not and focusing it, on those. That's because no division. one researched it. I, they just go, "Oh, it just happened." There's got to be someone researching because they know yeah. nothing about yeah. the Eternals, and they're going to finally tell that story, like you said, in the new so. Captain America. Versus... It's just been a long. Well, I'd hope it's going to be told in there. It's just been a long time since it happened. <sighs> you, you kids today. I had to wait three years for Star Wars movies. Well, you're, you're well, you're. Uh, but there's been how many Marvel entities that I just list off that none of them have mentioned it. Yeah, they'd be just... like waiting 16 Star Wars movies for them to talk. So if somebody about... mentioned Remember it. When the Death Star if somebody blew up? mentioned it, if 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 if, if the Death if, Star, if, and the Death Star, and the scope of the Star Wars galaxy was just this tiny little thing, you wouldn't even know about it. But if, if you had to wait 16 movies, you'd be like, "Why are they not talking about the Empire's biggest weapon being destroyed?" If, if the uh, again, because that's a character, that's addition of the Death Star was through the whole movie, and the Celestial thing was the last, you know. Two minutes of the movie, it shows up there. Oh, a but let's, let's say, been a so part we go, of the so we watch, so now. we're watching Wakanda forever. At some point, we're, we're we have our character, the queen, the government, and her son just died, and the mm-hmm. daughter there. And at some point, you, I mean, let's, I'm, I'm being completely honest here, you would like them to go, like, listen, I know your brother died and everything, and she goes, and then you want the queen to go, hey. What about that big hand? And no, then the sister the queen. Go, and the sister no, goes. No, no, yeah, no, no. Stop. That was it. a big hand. Stop it. No, I'm talking about uh, uh, Juliet Reese Dreyfus's character or what's her so, name. So, so Vale comes in. And Vale and comes says, in. She goes, Vale goes. I'm dealing with a lot of stuff. I'm dealing with the condom. I'm dealing with an attorney. I'm dealing with this, uh, the statue sticking out of the water. I'm dealing with uh, other. I'm dealing with whatever other Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi doesn't have any world events, but like I'm dealing with that. 
Wow, a throwaway line that would have. She's not dealing she's, with it. She's dealing with another but part. She could have done that. It's a throwaway line, Jerry. They do it <laughs> the same way they threw away the line in Avengers Endgame where they're like, "That's not going to be enough." Because then you're going to keep bringing it up. We're this dealing with earthquakes it. under the sea. Remember when? Remember when? Turned that was out said? it was just earthquakes. It turned out it was earthquakes. Remember how we sat her going, "Is that Namor? People Is that got something else to do?" Well, you write something in there, and it should mean something. But you, don't you wish it would have connected to Namor in a way? That's like putting Stephen Strange's name in the. Winter Soldier when they're talking about all the people that they have to zap. And you loved it. You've and it loved turns it. out you, that it was even incorrect you, because he wasn't you even in it. loved it. All right, guys. I apologize for this whole no, podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. This was talking about... What movie were we talking about? I don't even remember anymore. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Celestials of the Galaxy Volume 3. Again, uh, interesting conversation because we're coming at it a little differently than this one, than the previous ones, which I think makes Jerry it more thought interesting. thought it was a perfect movie, the best I, Marvel movie. It's, I'm not, you can't, I think it really was. It really was. I a, thought it was a good movie. movie. It has problems. Jerry would give this movie an A+. Plus. Well, Jerry gives the movie an A+. Plus. That's not I don't give an A+, plus to a lot of films. You, I think you gave, I think you gave Avengers Iron Man Infinity War, a B. Avengers Infinity War, D+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> So what did you think at home? Let us know. Are we insane on all this stuff? Obviously, if you're still here, what's wrong with you? My God, you should have got off as soon as we stopped talking about the movie. But this was fun because we haven't done it in a while. Uh, the next thing up is Secret Invasion. I think that's before Ahsoka. I think the before Blue Beetle. So I think it's a Secret Invasion, which I'm very excited for. I've heard... On a separate note, I heard the Secret Invasion. Every episode, someone goes, "What's with that big hand growing out of the water?" They, they, they better. I want. I want Nick Fury looking down and going, "What's up with that there?" Get this as mother he, as effing as hand off my planet. mother effing planet. That's what he says. So, keep listening. We will keep doing this. I, I guess I'm excited. It's amazing. So much. We actually they had so many shows that were supposed to be coming out. Now they're spreading them back and everything. And, uh, but yeah, they're still making them. So. They're still making it. Agatha, we're still watching. Coven of Chaos, Daredevil, Echo. Echo. We, we still haven't watched Shazam Fury of the Gods. Oh, yeah. We'll do that one because that one's coming on What's home. What's Craven coming out? Oh, God. Craven. Oh. All right, guys. I'm Jerry. Aquaman the Lost Kingdom. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We just watched that. No, no. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. I'm still Jerry. He's still The Flash. And no, there's I'm so not many Jerry things anymore. coming up here. Uh, Marvel's okay. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>